Hey everyone, welcome back to the How to Life podcast. This is the podcast that helps you learn how to maneuver through adulthood with grace and knowledge. I'm Dr. Laura Jaggett, your host, and today you're listening to episode 92. Living gracefully is so much easier when you're succeeding and everything is going well in your life. It can be a little challenging when you hit some bumps, and it is darn near impossible when you have failed. I won't sugarcoat it. Failure sucks. The emotions and the feelings of worthlessness, self-pity, heartbreak, they are real. But as hard as it is to believe at the moment, it can be, and often is, a wonderful opportunity to grow and succeed. I've failed. I've failed big time. Most everyone has. And if it has happened to you and you're currently licking your wounds, it's my hope that the words you're about to hear will soothe you. Stefan Brzezinski is an entrepreneur who's failed a few times and has used the rubble as stepping stones to create his now successful media and marketing business. This is his story of loss to triumph. He talks about the messy middle and honestly answers my questions about the emotions, the aftermath, and how and why he got up and kept going. I hope you find this talk helpful and I hope you realize that you are not alone or abnormal. Hi, Stefan. Thanks so much for joining me today on the How to Life podcast. Thanks for having me. Very happy to be here. All right. Our topic today is about failing. It happens in life and there are little fails and then there are big fails and we're here to talk about it. And before we do that, will you please introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you and what you do right now. Uh, my name is Stefan Brzezinski. And I would like to say I'm a lifetime entrepreneur. I've been through uh, every uh, business imaginable, I guess, but that's kind of, uh, that's what we entrepreneurs do, right? We're into starting new things, I guess, creating and experimenting and ultimately failing a lot. But uh, <laughs> it's part of the uh, journey that you have to embrace. My most current business venture right now is a uh, marketing and media company. The journey you've taken so far has not exactly been a straight shot. Somewhere along the path to marketing and media, you've had some failures, some more major than others. How did this path all begin? That's an excellent question because I don't think I chose the path. I think it's more like the path chose me. I was always interested in business and economics except I didn't know what entrepreneurship was. I, I didn't really know there was a difference between working in a business or owning a business. I think that was a blessing because since I didn't know what that meant, I just was free to pursue what I thought was interesting. And so this is when the internet was getting started and uh, it was like a you know wide open space to do whatever you wanted. So my first few business ideas kind of arose out of a curiosity of what can you do on the internet? Like what's possible? And so that's what drove my first few ventures in the internet space. And then, you know, I just kind of um, followed what spoke to me next. And that was film and entertainment. Did one thing fail that led you to the next or did you get bored with it and then transitioned into something else? Pretty much everything had its own natural ending Looking back, I could say they were 
failures from a financial perspective, but it's only a failure if you don't learn from it. And so each thing that I did led to the next thing. It was like a natural progression. When things changed, did you feel bummed about it or did you beat up on yourself or did you just think, all right, that wasn't really quite a good fit. And now I'm looking at this new thing. You know, in the beginning, yeah, I was just more looking for what was the next thing. So I wasn't as bummed out by the failure because I was excited by the new thing. But I think that was also a mistake on my part because I wasn't really fully committed. And it wasn't until I went into the restaurant business a few years back where I fully committed, like I went all in. And when I say all in, I mean, like I spent all of my life savings. I was working every minute of every day. And so when that one failed, that one hurt a lot because I was so invested in it. And so the previous experiences, did they prepare you at all for what happened with the restaurant business or did that one really take you by surprise? I think one thing I've probably learned from from all the failures is that no matter what you do or what you think you know, it never fully prepares you for the failure that comes because I don't think most people, myself included, we don't try new things because we think we're going to fail. So it always comes as a little bit of a shock. A lot of people don't try things because they're afraid of failure. But that really wasn't an experience for you, at least up into that restaurant point, right? And they were various things. You were in the internet space, you were in the film space, and then you went into the restaurant space. Why do you think people are afraid of failing? What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, what is the worst that can happen? Well, you know, I was thinking about this earlier today, actually, and I never thought about it before this simply, which I guess is what makes it so beautiful. But the difference between people who do those great things and people who don't is that they do them. You could sit on the sidelines and do nothing, or you can do the thing, but there's no other option. And so when you think of it that simply, if the only path to success is by doing, then it, it doesn't really matter if you fail along the way, because there is no other path to success. It's the only way to get there. I want to ask you about the restaurant business. I'd like you to tell me what happened along the way. When did you first start noticing things sort of unwinding and how long it was before you quit? Yeah, I closed down the restaurant in 2017. And so the restaurant was in New York City, which is extremely competitive. At the time when I had the restaurant, there were something like 20,000 restaurants in New York City. And so I kind of knew going in that it was going to be hard. So I had set the expectations. I had committed fully. We went in, we built the restaurant, we went for it. At that time, I truly believed with every ounce of my being that it was going to succeed. I think that's the gift of my previous failures. I was now used to this idea of, well, here comes another business. I've failed so many times that I've got to get it right now. We opened the restaurant. Of course, it didn't open in time. Construction was behind or over budget, you know, all the things you can imagine. But I kind of, once again, expected that. And so as a business owner and entrepreneur, you, you set a window. You say, I'm going to give this six months or I'm going to give this a year. Sometimes 
that choice is made for you by how much money you have, you know, to use uh, a term they use in the startup world, but, you know, your burn rate, which is, you know, how quickly you're burning through the money that's in your bank account, essentially. And so I kind of knew what that was and I knew it was going to be, you know, a guesstimate, right? I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to shoot for a year. So that was the goal, set it for a year. And I will be a hundred percent honest. It was like two, three months in before I was like, oh no. But, you know, I was committed. And so I said, you know what? I've made it this far. If I want to make it to a year and I'm only two, three months in, I owe it to myself and to everyone else involved to at least try until we run out of money. And- well, I want to ask you this. I kind of want to talk about how you felt about that, the emotions. What were you thinking? What sort of emotions did you experience? Worry, denial? You know, I think for me, uh, the biggest thing was because I was so committed to the business and I'd put all my money, all my time, energy, I put everything into it. And it was something that I had worked on for years. And then when the restaurant opened, including the preparation from build out to when it closed, it was almost two full years. So when I had like, you know, three, four years of dreaming of this restaurant and then two years, it becomes, you know, six, seven years of your life, it becomes your identity and it becomes who you are. And, and you, I at least began to associate myself with the business, like the restaurant was me. And that was dangerous because when the restaurant closed, it felt like I was shutting down too, like myself personally, like my dream, my identity, everything about me was also tied to the restaurant. So it was tricky because you say, okay, the restaurant failed. And then of course you think, well, does that mean I'm a failure? Because my identity is the restaurant, then are we one and the same? That's so understandable. And I think everybody ties what they do to themselves. And when you choose to let it go, you wonder, am I letting myself go? Let's talk about that. How long did it take you to recover from that? Yeah, that was the hardest part, I think. When you commit your whole soul to something and that entire soul dies, so to speak, what's left? That was my biggest problem was I didn't know what what was left. I had no clue. So what did you do? Well, the first thing I did was I just did nothing. Yeah, And that's okay because you have to just rest. You've been working so hard to try to keep this thing alive. You just have to rest so that you can restore your energy, recoup your mind. Exactly. It was like for the first time in years, I just did nothing. And it's actually, it's really hard to do nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, that's true. Were you depressed? Yeah. I mean, I was not just depressed in the sense I was sad, but I was also, I was completely confused. So when I say I was sitting there doing nothing, it was almost like I was in shock, you know, like catatonic what? state, just yeah. staring at a wall. How long yeah. did that last for you? Uh, that lasted a few months, actually. And then that's when I was like, okay, you know. I got to live again. Yeah. And I think the most valuable thing that I took away from that experience was that I realized I didn't have to know what the next thing was. I just had to do something. So that brings me to my next question. Did this experience cause you to want to play it safe? Just get a job, just get some money, play it safe? Or was the entrepreneurial spirit still simmering inside your heart? I got a job. So the first thing I did was I said, I don't want any responsibility. 
I don't want to have any pressure, any stress. I don't want any of that. I want a job where I can just show up, do my thing and go home. And I realized very quickly that was an unreasonable request of the universe. (laughs) But it did allow you to rest a little bit and garner your strength and reevaluate from sort of a safer spot. You did have some money coming in and it allowed you to see, I really don't want to do this. Exactly. I think the moment that was the clearest for me was when I had a job realizing this is not what I want. As painful as it was to come out of the restaurant business, that was still better in some ways. And it sounds so crazy when you look back, you're like, how could something so painful and losing all your money and being depressed, how could that be better than just having a job with security? But somehow I just knew that was not the life for me. And I had to go back and do something again. Didn't know what it was. I just knew that I couldn't stay where I was. So there was trust there. Was it important for you to know exactly what you were going to do? Or were you open to it being anything as long as it sort of ticked off those things that were important to you? Creating your own thing, being your own boss, controlling your destiny? Yeah, when I had the restaurant, one of the biggest problems with my business was that I lost sight of the fact that the business and the restaurant wasn't about me. It was about the customers and the people. I was trying to control everything and I wanted everything the way I wanted it. And so when that all came crashing down, I had this realization that I said, maybe I don't need to force my way on every situation because there's no other choice. So looking back and seeing that, I said, okay, well, maybe this time I'll do the opposite. Maybe instead of trying to make it my way, I'll just allow something, someone or some opportunity to show me which way I'm supposed to go. And what showed up for you? And so for me, what showed up was realizing that I really felt fulfilled when I was helping other people achieve some sort of joy or happiness. And that's what restaurants are about, you know, going there and having a great meal and great experience. And when I worked in the movies, it's about making great movies that made people laugh and cry and had a good time. And that was like the common theme through all of my businesses before that was it was about people. And what are you doing now, Stefan? And so now I help people to help people. I knew I wanted my next business had to be around people and about helping them. And I realized that I wanted to help as many people as possible. And I wanted to magnify that ability. I said, well, how do I do that? And it kind of just happened. Just like we were saying, the universe kind of showed up. Uh, So when I, after the restaurant, I had to do a lot of healing of my own, emotional healing, mental healing, physical healing. And so I got really interested in health and wellness and um, connecting that with my idea of helping people say, okay, I want to help people with the health and wellness because I just kind of turned my life around. I can probably help other people do that. And how can I help a lot of people do that? And so I realized that people just like you, doctors, who have access to all these people who need help, said, well, what if I help them to help more people? Then all of a sudden together, we can help hundreds, thousands of people. And so this was a, a case where I did the opposite of what I had done before with all my other businesses, where I said, this is my idea, this is what I'm gonna do. I said, well, 
let me work backwards. If my goal is to help these doctors help their patients and help bring knowledge about health and wellness to the world, how do I do that? How can I be helpful to them in that goal? And so that's when I thought about, I said, well, okay, what skills do I have? Like, what have I already done in the past that could be helpful? And so I said, wait a minute, you know, I, I used to work in movies. You know, I went to film school. I said, well, doctors mostly, well, they don't know how to do that. They went to medical school. Okay, well, I have a skill set with making videos and doctors need videos. They need marketing, social media, ways to share their knowledge with the world. So, okay, let's take these two things and put them together. And what does that look like? Well, that looks like a, a marketing media company. So I help doctors now. We make videos, we do podcasts, we do the social media, YouTube, everything so that they can share their knowledge, help more people, change their lives, and then kind of create this big snowball effect together. So looking back now on everything that you went through to get to where you are today, it's a little bit easier to swallow the failures because all of it taught you so much and has allowed you to be where you are now. Well, I would say that there is no possible way for me to be where I am now. And in fact, all my past failures were a gift because I like to joke, but you know, my clients now they get to benefit from all of my mistakes. I wanted to do this podcast to help out anybody who is struggling at the moment or who is licking their wounds after a, what they consider a catastrophic failure. You can bounce back from it. You'll bounce back stronger, just as you did, Stefan. I really appreciate you coming on here to share your story. And you were so honest and candid about it. Can you give anyone out there a few tips if they're look like they're failing or they have failed and hope for the future? Uh, yeah, I think uh, one really good tip, there's a famous quote from um, Wayne Gretzky. He was a, a hockey player and he has a famous quote that says, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. The reason why he's considered one of the greatest hockey players of all time is because he scored the most goals of any player ever. And the thing that most people don't realize about him is he also took the most shots out of every player. He would consistently lead the league in most shots taken every season. To score the most goals, you have to take the most shots. You know, Steph Curry, basketball player known for amazing long distance shots, he also takes most of the shots, like way more than most people do in a game. Like his, his shot taking is extremely high. And it's the same thing. To succeed big, you have to try a lot. Don't lot, play scared. A lot. Exactly. And so the biggest thing is just keep trying. Just keep trying. You're going to get there eventually. You just have to take all the shots. And it's okay, right? Like no one is now talking about how many times Steph Curry misses, how many times Wayne Gretzky missed. Nobody talks about it. What they talk about is how many times it went in. And there's a famous quote about Thomas Edison. How many times did he fail before he succeeded? 800 and something times. He said, no, I didn't fail. I had just found 860 ways it doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. What advice can you give to someone who's beating up on themselves? I know this is really, really hard, but it's not personal. Nothing ever is. Just because you failed at something doesn't mean you're a failure. Just because you don't have something doesn't mean you're lacking a thing. It's never personal. That's a really hard thing to wrap your head around. And if you can do that, it's so freeing to realize that 
nothing in life is personal. I would say take the time to rest, be gentle with yourself. If it takes a few months, allow that. Just allow time to heal the wounds and to soothe your mind because pretty soon you'll feel calm again and then you can start again from there. Stefan, you're so kind and generous with everything you had to say. I really appreciate it. How can we find more about you and your website and get inspired by what you have done and how you have bounced back? The LinkedIn and Instagram, find me, it's my name, Stefan Brzezinski. That's my username across all the platforms. And uh, the best thing I would say for anyone who's interested in learning more, just to reach out directly, I'm happy to answer any questions one-on-one. I will make time for other people because I feel like it's my opportunity. It's my duty to help people out there who need the help. So just reach out, send me a message, DM on whatever platform, and I'll get back to you. Thank you very much for your time today. Thanks so much for encouraging the audience. You're really wonderful. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to this show. I hope it has helped you or allows you to help someone else. If so, let everyone know by hitting the five-star rating button on your podcast player. If you have comments or questions, or if Stefan can help you with anything, please feel free to contact him. You can find his contact information and access or share this episode by typing in howtolife.com slash 092. You can reach out to me through my website, howtolife.com, or directly at drlj at howtolife.com. And yes, I have some podcast recommendations to help you if this episode resonated with you. Check out When Things Fall Apart, episode 38. Having a dedicated plan and purpose ahead of time can help you avoid some major detours in life. Check out episode 60, How to Discover Your Path with Joe Elliott. And episode 22 gives you step-by-step instruction when starting a business. Jake Lang is one of my favorite people and guests, and I think you'll find that show really helpful. So long for now. Have a wonderful week and take good care of yourselves. Remember, there is no real failure. The odds are in your favor and wellness abounds. It's always there. We just need to look for it. You're doing great. You got this.